Okay, let's do a quick audio check. Hello. Check, check. Check, check. Hey, We're Angie. here. Hi, Bronwyn. We're here. <laughs> As iron sharpens iron, so you shall sharpen each other. And wow, have I interviewed some iron ladies for this season. I am going to learn so much, and I hope you will too. Welcome to Thick Mom, Thin Mom, where we inspire one another to live with vibrant and long-lasting health. Do you have that person in your life that is very similar to you? I mean, you like to do a lot of the same things. You like to go to a lot of the same places. You have similar personalities. The things that bring them joy also bring you joy, and you like to do them together. But there are things also that are very different. But you celebrate one another in the midst of that, and it's good, and it's healthy, and it's wonderful. Well, Bronwyn Cronin is that girl for me. I can't wait for you to hear our conversation. Let's get to it. All right, take your coat off, Bronwyn. We're going to get cozy. Getting comfortable. <laughs> All right, so I'm so glad to have you in my home today. I have loved knowing you for all these years and our kids doing things together uh, with school and learning and I just appreciate how you are such an enthusiastic teacher. So I'm really excited to bring you to my audience today. Tell me, what are you drinking today? I am drinking um, chai and I added some extra ginger root and it took Derek, my husband and I a while to figure out you need to leave the skin on because we used to peel our ginger and make, I don't know if you drink ginger tea. Uh, it's a little spicy You for love me. it or hate it, mm -hmm. but I like spicy. So, I mean, for years we made it. So basically it's putting a root in water and that's your tea. But if you make ginger tea and if you like spicy, definitely leave the peel on. Mm. It's so good and so strong and spicy. Maybe I can okay. convince you to like it. Oh, <laughs> well, I might have to try it. Maybe. Do you like it? Is it hot? Um, it is hot. Okay. It is hot. So All it's right. chai, but I added extra ginger. Okay. Well, I might taste it if you want to share. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I am so excited about what we're going to talk about today because I have some listeners who are really, really, really excited about health and how mm -hmm. to be a healthy woman. Okay. And I know that you're all about that. You love, love health. So before yes. we talk about health, tell me about some of the other things that you're passionate about in your life. Tell me a little bit about your life and what brings you joy. Okay. What brings me joy? So my family brings me joy. My husband brings me joy. My children bring me joy. Um, travel brings me joy. Travel brings me so much joy. Um, good food brings me joy. Indian food, Thai food, sushi. <laughs> Am I, do you want me to keep going? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, Western North Carolina brings me joy, all the colors and the fresh, crisp air, um, and this conversation oh, right now. Oh, fellowship, friendships. Oh, yes. that's wonderful. Okay, so I know that health is a big part of your life. Um, you, I, I, I must say, I'll, I'll go ahead and confess, Bronwyn is my camera operator for my <laughs> Leaning Green cooking show, and she is wonderful, and she stepped into this role just <laughs> out of the goodness of her heart because I needed a, a camera operator and um and she's just good like that she's a good friend like that thank you so um so help is a huge part of your passion and your heart 
tell me, have, has it always been? So I was, I was thinking about when I was little and um, I don't necessarily think that we were super health conscious, but my mom had some friends who were. Mm. And like this one friend that would come over, she would always add water to my juice, like to make sure there wasn't too much sugar. And oh. I was like, oh, here she comes, water down my <laughs> juice. <laughs> nice. So um, yeah, now in retrospect, I'm very thankful. Then I, would, I didn't like it. I thought it was really mean to water down <laughs> to my juice. Dilute your juice. <laughs> what do you mean diluting my juice? I'm a kid. <laughs> right, I know. So... A lot of a lot of those impressions that were passed down, like from my mom's friends, um, have stuck with me. So, um, but somehow I have friends that are involved in music and health, and somehow I think you found that they just go together. Mm. Like mm-hmm. something about health and maybe the whole being. Mm. Yeah, because we're both musicians. We're both and, musicians, and so music is a part of our everyday existence. And we're also both of us are singers, right? So right. being performers, we sort of have to be in front of people. And so, um, yeah, maybe help has something to do with you know how we appear or the energy that we have to do the the music is inside of us and yeah. get that out maybe. That yeah. has something to do with it. Well, I mean, even frequency of music, like even, you know, like monks that are chanting, like when you're singing in different parts of your body, like in your throat or lower, like you're creating vibrations that are actually healing. So, I right. mean, even... And also like the, the learning to breathe from the gut yes, when you're a singer. Yes, good breathing, good oxygen. Good, yeah. So, so you, healthy, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I yeah. never even thought about that, so... I remember going into, I think, a yoga class one day or something, and um, someone was trying to teach me how to breathe, and they're like, oh, wait, wait, you know how to breathe. Well, I'm a singer, I'm an opera singer, that's how we're going to train to use our diaphragm, and that's just how you breathe, isn't it? <laughs> right. But it's it's not actually um, common knowledge to everyone that you're supposed to you know breathe from your diaphragm. That's a healthier way. So, yeah. Good. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, breathing and singing and so music and health. Um, so I love music. I'm in a band. I'm passionate about singing. It's like a musical in our home. Like my children have songs for everything. They're making up songs. Um, they think everyone does that, which they might be in for a rude awakening, but (laughs) that's what we do. But, um, but even more so than that, I'm just, I don't want to say obsessed, but maybe with health, with health, I'm a little obsessed with health. Um, not so much like that. I want to live to a hundred, but just to however long I do live, I want those years to be healthy years. Mm, You know, I don't not more years in your life, but more life in your years. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. Exactly. So, um, and I, and I've, you know, and I've seen suffering and I, I feel like nutrition is, not easy, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I feel like we know what to do and even intuitively, but doing it is a different story. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think, oh, I know I need to do this, but then when it comes time to do it, you got to have the grit, you have to have the um, self control, um, you have to have the deep beliefs. You know, mm-hmm. like what you believe um, has to be strong and your beliefs will come out when, when it's time to make the decision, right? Like, wow. Like when it's time to go to a certain restaurant, I'm like, I have maybe two or three restaurants I go to. <laughs> There's certain restaurants that I would never even consider because I know that I wouldn't get anything on the menu. Right. So 
Um, so like there's a couple, a couple of restaurants that I know are like farm to table. They're like local. I knew they use real ingredients. You know, I know that the chefs know what they're doing. They're not just trying to make things taste good, but they're really trying to give you good nutrition. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. So nutrition is hugely important to your whole, uh, plan to, to feel good for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, when you say th uh, that you have to have a strong, um, what you say, grit and fortitude to and self-control to only eat those things that you know are going to give you that, that feeling or that life that you desire to, to live and that health that you desire to have, how do you find that? Great question. <laughs> How do I find the grit? How do you find that grit and self-control <clears throat> to make those decisions, those choices that are going to do that for you? Yeah, well, I know that um, your surroundings and the, um, your environment and the people you're with do make a difference. Um, I, I find it difficult sometimes if I go to a party and I know that no one's on the same page with me. So I'll say, well you know, is it okay if I bring a dish? And sometimes I'll just eat what I bring, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I never intend to be rude or mean or, but I have done so much research and so much reading and I'm pretty educated on nutrition. So if you offer me some nachos that have like, you know, that are artificial color, I'm just like, they're automatically, they're not even a consideration because I just think of the GMO in the product. I think of the dye in the product. And I know what that does to the body. So it's not even a, oh, I really want that. But it's that, oh my gosh, I don't want to put that in my body. So that I think, okay, well, what can give me that same satisfaction, but that's nutrient dense? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So tell me that. What, so, what satisfies that same yeah. desire yeah. or craving in your mind or in your mouth or yeah. in your body, yeah. whatever, <laughs> that gives right. you the same? Tell me that. That's, right. a, that's a secret sauce. Okay, That's tell a me. secret sauce. Okay. So I guess everyone's different, but... Um, I'm not sure if you're a little bit familiar with homeopathy, but I had this one homeopath ask me, okay, if you had to choose, you could only have a saltine or a vanilla wafer, what, which would it be? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. most of us probably crave sweet more or sugar more. Now I would totally go with the saltine. You would? Totally. I'm with you on that actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's, I think, um, I don't believe in a one size fits all for nutrition. Um, I think just like our fingerprint and just like our voice, like we're all individuals and we all have specific needs and especially when it comes to diet. So you know right away that the cake's probably not going to grab your attention as much as maybe what's something salty that you really like. Oh, it, pasta. The pasta. It's pasta. Oh, it's pasta. See, yes. you know. You I know. know what it I is. know. I know. I know okay. what my vices are. <laughs> so I think that's what we have to know. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't think we can ever deprive ourselves indefinitely. Mm-hmm. I think eventually we're going to cave, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're, are you seriously going to say, I'm never eating pasta the rest of my life? Like, I know. I'm going to have no it way, this right? afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's like, you know, I think you have to know your weakness and, and be prepared for that. And then, um, and surround yourself with people who are going to support that. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to be around the person like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Have another one. It's, you only live <sighs> oh, once, yes. you know, oh, and then goodness. they're like, you know, because if you're like, no, I'm on this journey. I'm making this decision. I really need your support. Um, right. You, you, you need it. You need, you need to, it, you need at least one or two people in your life that are going to say, hey, you know, you didn't really want to do that. So mm. 
Um, and those are those are good friends, and they'll be honest and real with you. And they're gonna they're gonna call you higher in a graceful way because that's what you want. You want them. You want to surround yourself with people who are gonna kind of yeah. call you to what you what you desire for yourself, right? And like hold you kind of accountable to. Is that what you really want? Is that? I think so. So you're saying that um, your your friendships, your relationships, your family make a huge difference in setting up an atmosphere for that's conducive to, to good help. Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to start crying. <laughs> Part of my own um, health journey has been, you know, just really having to, to fight a lot of that just with um, surroundings and just with not having a lot of control over what, things are brought into my house or what right. things are given to um, my children or presented in front to me like surely yeah. Yeah. surely you don't think this is bad for yeah. you yeah and you don't want to insult <laughs> you don't want to insult anyone and right. you want to be gracious and yes yeah you and yes and having having that grace with people and loving people um, aside from them sabotaging your every effort or, or and not even knowing it not even knowing that they're um, part of a, a, you know, a sabotage that's on the side that's in your head because that's what you're, that's where you are, wherever you are in yeah. that, um, in that ability to have the self-control or whatever you're trying to work on. And they, they don't, they just really don't know because it's, yeah. that's their story. Right. I, I think, yeah, we don't know each other's struggles. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some of the things you told me I would have never known unless you flat out told me. So like, if I, if, if I didn't know and I made these beautiful cakes and I, that's my way of showing love and I want you to have a piece and please take this and you don't want to like smack me in the face and be like, that's beautiful, but no thanks. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's such a part of our culture. Right. You know, so. I know. Well, like my dad, my dad loves pasta as well. He loves some good old homemade spaghetti. Yeah. And he just got out of the hospital this week. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that he's supposed to be on kind of a heart healthy diet, mm -hmm. you know, I, my mom is gone for a couple of weeks. And so I feel like I need to feed him and take care of him, make sure he's sustained and so I took mm -hmm. him some homemade spaghetti this week mm -hmm. because part of me like yeah yeah I know he's supposed to eat heart healthy but if I don't take him something that I know is going to be comfort food and healing for him he'll eat you know chips and yeah and he'll he'll feast on junk yeah while I'm while my mom's gone and so there's that that you know if I take him a salad he's probably going to throw it in the trash yeah so there's that whole like we gotta we gotta love, but we gotta how we're loving someone according to their own boundaries, mm -hmm. and you know if if someone is bringing something to us or giving something to us or trying to force it, it's our decision whether we take it or not, mm -hmm. based on our own goals and what we want for right. our own health, and just getting past that relationship thing is yes. Yeah. Do you find, I find it difficult because I, I don't like offending people. I'm not like out to, I'm not one of those people who are like, I don't care what you think. And there are people like that. And I almost envy it. Like <laughs> who cares what they think? Right. I'm not that person. I, I love encouraging people. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, 
but I also have very strong convictions about what I put in my body because I feel like it's one of the things I have control over, right? Mm -hmm. There's so, you know, once you have kids, you realize there's so many things you don't have control over. I don't, I, I can only control so much what they do. I can control what I do to my body and I find that to be very powerful. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to be strong. I, I stick to those convictions and although I would never want to hurt anyone's feelings if, they're, if their love language is giving food, um, but I just try to decline in a polite in a polite way. In a polite way. Yeah, Good. if possible. I don't even know if that's a struggle for people, but if it is, <laughs> um, if it is, like people are always offering you things, especially yeah. around the holidays. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know when this will be released, but yes. hey, this time's coming up. People are going to be deliver literally delivering things to your door like all the time. Absolutely. Like, is, is, it on, is it on your menu? Should you be eating it? You know, that's for you to decide. But if you don't want to, I guess it might be good to devise mm -hmm. a plan. No. Devising a plan and always being prepared is, yeah. is really good. Regifting's not bad. Regifting. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done that before. Someone hands me a box of chocolate here. Happy holidays. I literally, like, on, on my way home, have regifted it. <laughs> How horrible is that? Oh, well, <laughs> I have you done know. that. <laughs> Fruitcake. Fruitcake is one of those things I am so happy to regift. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's no problem. To me. Thanks, no problem. but no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, some of your favorite, like, go-tos for, like, if you're in the car and you are going to be running around all day and you, you know you don't go through the drive-thru, you know, you, you are prepared because you know what you like to eat, you know what feels good to you, you know what you, you know, what you don't want to eat. So what kind of stuff do you take with you in the car and tell me a little bit about your, your daily habits as far as what you eat? Okay, so... I would say it is a lot of preparation and forethought because do you know how I almost opened a fast food healthy restaurant just because of the need. I was like, I just want to drive through some more like everyone else and get, but get something that's not going to give me a heart attack, you know? Okay. Like so let me fries. stop you right there. <laughs> so exactly. And I'll, I'll let you continue. But when I started my health journey and I was the same way, I was like, oh my goodness, I wish there was some way I could just, just drive through somewhere and get something quick and healthy, you know, that didn't take half an hour to make and I could sit in my car or whatever. Um, and that was, that was on my heart. That was like, someone needs to make a, like a lean and green drive through. Yeah. And so I'm in the market right now for a vintage trailer to set up somewhere here that in Mills River or Asheville and have a lean and green menu. That would be wonderful. I mean, I've got lots of Lots of clients that are local, and I believe it would be a blessing and a service to them. And also, it would be fun because I've always it wanted to have a food fun. truck because I'm such be, a foodie. So um, but anyway, okay, continue on. So this is what I believe. I believe that there are different plans for different seasons. Like, right. I don't think what my children are having for breakfast is going to be ideal for me. You know? Mm -hmm. Like... They need tons of butter. You know, I don't know. Everyone has different, you know, some people are on keto. Some people are vegan raw. But from my research, you know, according to Weston A. Price, um, do you know who he was? Mm -hmm. So dentist who traveled the world and just studied people's mouth and teeth. And he found out the high fat, the high animal fat and saturated fat and healthy fat was really good for development, for a kid's development. So I actually get kind of sad when I see kids on vegan diets. Now, I know they could be for certain reasons and, you know, for a time period, but there's so many, so many nutrients that children need um, when they're growing. That's going to be totally different than what my body needs because, you know, I'm older. So, um, 
so for me, and I just like, I just know it's different for everyone, but for me, nuts are a great go-to mm-hmm. um, because the fat satiates, um, the protein gives me strength and um, I do like a little salt on them. Yeah. <laughs> you can go with raw nuts, but, um, and then, so, so a re- really easy go-to that like I, at one time I thought I could live off of was, um, so you get a food processor and you grab dates, so just raw dates. Um, which I think are great because they taste like caramel. I don't know if you like them. I just bought some at a farmer's market that are dried dates. Uh And all you have to do is put a tablespoon in water to resaturate them, and you have like a whole serving of dates. Yum. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm excited to try those in like smoothies and stuff. Yeah, they're so good. They're a great sugar substitute. So like a good nut, I don't know. Do I like pecans a lot, Um, Mm. walnuts, um, cashews, almonds, but... A nut in a raw nut, and then dates, um, kind of fifty fifty ratio in a food processor with some cacao powder. Mm. Um, am I missing anything? A oh, pinch of Himalayan sea salt. That I mean, and then I roll them into balls, and like they are so satisfying to me. I feel like I can live off them because I'm getting like the sweet, I'm getting the protein, the fat, and gotta so have chocolate. So they're like like nut balls. Yeah, pretty much sweet nut they're balls. They're pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're oh. really simple. Like three okay. ingredients. Um, so. I mean, so that's for me, like that, you know, and sometimes I won't even put a lot of dates in there because I don't need them to be that sweet. Is there a fat in there nuts besides have, the nuts um, to, to hold it together? I think it's the oil from the nuts is okay. what holds it together. Okay, so, so in the food processor, the nuts yeah, create yeah, the oil. Yeah, and then okay. you just kind of, um, so, so yeah, those would, those would need some forethought, but I do like easy too. I don't, like my husband will spend three hours making a meal. I, that's not me. I'm like, let's yeah. put it in the put it in the instant pot, like, so I'm not, I, I love to eat healthy, but I don't like to spend three hours in the kitchen making dinner, so right. that's kind of something I have to juggle, mm-hmm. so. Not many people do, like, to spend three hours in the no? kitchen making dinner. Um, this is my I husband. Mean, <laughs> yep, <laughs> <Just> your husband. <laughs> Thank you, but, um, so nuts, just, just do it for me, really, I mean. Okay, so the little nut balls do it for you, is there yeah. anything else that you make, um, that you take with you in the car that's just an easy kind of go-to that satiates you and so um if I had to grab something in the store and it's always like a it's it's really difficult to get pre-made healthy food unless you're going to like a restaurant that supports that you know like they've pre-made a nice meal um because even so if I run in the store I would probably get hummus and um and some cassava chips okay that Cassava chips are the potato, right? Yeah, they're, they're a root. A, they're a root. Yeah, high okay. in B vitamins. And um, a lot of people have aversions to like corn and wheat. So that kind of um, helps you to navigate that without having, you know, if you have an intolerance for corn or wheat. I want to just stop right here for a second as we were talking about you know, sometimes how difficult it can be to find healthy, convenient foods and have something that's readily available or that doesn't take a whole lot of prep work in order to be able to eat the way you want to eat in order to reach your health goals. So one of the things that made my program so easy, made my weight loss journey um, just a no-brainer, was being able to have those already prepared um perfectly balanced macro meals that just served my body well and were easy and convenient and easy to store and all those things. So uh, it's a good place to start if you're navigating this journey because you can find some success right away and start feeling good. And then you can learn to navigate what works for you and your body. 
And uh, yeah, so if you'd like to talk about that, I'd be happy to. Just wanted to throw that out there. So how many times a day would you say that you have one of these little, these little, I, I call them snacks or things that you have throughout the day, the little nut balls and the cassava and hummus. How many times do you have one of those things in the day? I think just really listening to your body. Like I know sometimes if I feel overwhelmed um, emotionally um, or just feel like I'm coming down with something, I'll be like, mm, I'm going to skip a meal. I'm not going to die. Like, and I know that's different than some, than some nutritionists. Some people think that you need to eat all the time to keep your metabolism going. Um, but I guess I'm thinking more back into ancient times when people would like have to go wrestle an animal and eat it and they would eat as much as they could to store up because they didn't know when they were going to eat again. Mm -hmm. And then they would go as long as they could until they needed food again. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense for me, mm -hmm. but everyone's different. Yeah, and everyone has their different level of, um, of the way their, their sugar glucose works. Right. And so like, like for me, if I go without eating for four or five hours... I feel like I'm going to pass out. I get dizzy. I get faint. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I start getting hangry. I get mm -hmm. all the things. And I just feel like I think it's the blood sugar drop. Yeah. I really think that for me it's important to keep my blood sugar stable so that yeah. um, I don't have any of those spikes and really bad drops. Yeah, I think, I think keeping blood sugar stable is super important as well. So, I, so you asked me how many times. I, I mean... Maybe I'll have snack twice a day, um, but I don't feel like I need to be snacking all day. That just doesn't. Okay, doesn't so you're saying a couple snacks a day, but yeah. tell me about how your meals work. So my meals work. Um, this and like I said, I think everyone should should work with someone like a nutritionist or do research and do like you said. You know how you feel after four hours, so you know you're gonna want to grab some nuts or grab some cheese. Or I would suggest something not sweet. Like some people say, grab a piece of fruit, but you said it was a blood sugar thing, so I would probably go more for a fat or a protein, like a hard boiled egg, or nuts or cheese or you know meat, um, mm -hmm. just to kind of keep the blood sugar stable. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm sorry. So like your meals, tell me about your meals. Oh, it's going to look different at different times in my life. And that's what it is. I think just because I believe everyone's an individual and we also go through seasons in our life. Mm -hmm. Like when I had a really hard time with the loss of my mom, like I didn't want to eat a lot. I think sometimes people look at, um, look at not eating as always a negative thing. Um, but if you're really stressed, your body, um, needs, needs to just concentrate on, moving through some emotions. And I was, I think I was telling you earlier how one time I was really stressed with, I won't say whether it was my daughter or my son, but one of my children. And immediately I was angry and I was stressed and I went straight to the kitchen and grabbed, I know you're gonna wanna know what it was. I don't know what it was. Let's say some chips. And it was just like eating, eating. And I, I feel like I was trying to stifle my feelings. Mm. I was like, I don't want to feel this. I feel awful. I'm going to stop it. And maybe the sensations and um, maybe that just helped to take my mind off of it. But I saw that connection of, I don't want to feel this. I want to eat. So I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but I know I have experienced it. So like, you totally took a an emotional situation of stress. Yes. And you tried to mask it with with food, right? And that helped you temporarily feel um, just a 
a full sensation that separated you from the feeling, the emotions that were involved in that. That, yes, that is something I experienced firsthand. And I was like, I don't know how often, I don't even know how often I've done that. But in that moment, it was like a aha moment. I was like, wow, like I'm not eating because I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. And I'm trying to stifle it. That was, mm-hmm. that was at that moment. And okay. So, but. You wouldn't believe how many people do that every day. You might be shocked to know. I, I don't, I, all I know is my personal experience. I know we have different reasons. Like yeah. sometimes it's celebratory, right? Sometimes it's somebody's birthday. We're all going to eat cake. Well, I'm on this, this plan and I shouldn't be eating it, but it's everyone's birthday. We got to celebrate. So I think sometimes we feel like, you know, that's, it's, it's celebrating. So if we're not doing it, then we're depriving ourselves. But back to my point about, I, I think I want to say it's okay to skip a meal. I feel like it's not starving yourself. It's sometimes like in that situation, I needed to sort through some, through some emotions. I needed to have some water, sit down, take a breath, pray. And before I just, you know, ate like, so. Right. Right. To um, actually, yeah, actually do something that is productive to get you through that. Whether that is, you know, really, you know, like you said, praying, or just having some silence where you focused on just that. What am I feeling? Right, right. I think feelings are tied deeply to the way we eat and treat our bodies. Mm. Because I look at those, I, I think, you know, how are we eating? Are we, like, like we both said, oh, we just want to rush, we just want to go grab something to eat, on, you know, because we're busy. Yeah. But we need to go, we need some, but we need to be healthy, but we need it fast. Is it healthy to just, you know, is it, is it healthy to eat super fast on the go? Like, mm. is that even something we should be doing? Mm. You know, I read, um, I read this book one time about, um, the way the French eat. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you've read the mm. book too. Um, and I'm not necessarily going to endorse it on here, but <laughs> <laughs> cause I, you know, um, but what I did appreciate about that book is how they took every rich and delicious thing mm-hmm. and they savored it mm-hmm. slowly and like really that. treated it as something special that they didn't just shovel in um, and get over it. Cause you know, the pleasure is there in food. And I believe that, you know, I believe that food was partially, you know, we create it for pleasure because mm-hmm. our palates, yeah. um, you know, we, otherwise, you know, everybody'd starve if, if food didn't taste good. Right. Right. <laughs> have time to eat yeah um but so I believe there's an element of pleasure that that is there and so just but taking those things and really appreciating them slowly Mm -hmm. and savoring them so that we don't overindulge Mm -hmm. on those things is is quite a gift really to discover the ability to do yeah I was listening I don't remember who it was but he was talking about if we really gave thought, say we're eating an apple, and this is kind of funny because I, we live in North Carolina. I'm not supposed to be able to dr- to grow a lemon tree here, and I can't say that it's thriving right now. But I've grown two lemons on my lemon tree. No way. Yeah. Outside <laughs> here. here. Outside. Yep. Now I had to bring it in. But the point was, I had to wait. Okay, so I bought the tree three years old, and then I had to wait, you know, almost a year to get that lemon. Okay. 
so are we thinking about the energy and the creation and the beauty that that is in the food and do we appreciate that and like i love the word savor that's a great word do we savor that when we're eating it and how long did that take to grow you know the flowers had to be pollinated i mean it took time it took water it took the sun and it's like Mm. it's really miraculous and you're like now we're ingesting this and putting this life and this creation into our body so I think it is miraculous I think maybe just paying attention more like I think now after this conversation like when I take a bite of an apple or when I eat something you know I want to slow down and um, appreciate it and what's really going on in my mouth you know like what's um, I think sometimes it's difficult in this fast-paced culture but I think if we're mindful, I think we can do that. And being thankful and grateful. The way that we form our thinking around mm -hmm. food and activity. So let's, it's so powerful. So let's move on to some of the things that you like to be active with. Because oh, you are yeah. so active. You and I <laughs> have gone on some crazy yeah. hikes. <laughs> And we've gotten stuck in no some trail. places. Yes. So, so tell me, tell me about your activity. What you'd like well, to do? Well, like you, I love to travel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's go on an adventure. This is a this is just like an amazing area to live in. And so there is adventure to be had everywhere. But I am always looking for that next adventure. Like, where 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 can I go that I haven't been yet? You mm -hmm. know. Um. So me, I love water. Mm. I feel like. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I could just swim forever. Um, I like to swim under the waterfalls here. I don't mind cold water. I'm mm. getting into the Wim Hof. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but like the ice baths and the cold water and how healing it is. And it burns fat. Wow. Well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like you... So sitting in an ice bath burns fat. Yes. Have you heard about this? Okay. So oh, you're going to love it. Okay. So I, okay. So a little bit of a, a little, a little bit of my <laughs> ice bath experience. Oh. It, it was an ice bath. I actually went running in the snow, barefoot. Really? Uh huh. I tried that, and I'm not going to do it again. But I and your felt feet are in, okay. Well, they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. I was a little worried about frostbite. Yeah. But that was an invigorating experience. So I'm thinking that probably there's something to that whole um, getting your body really, really cold that mm -hmm. makes your thermogenic metabolism kind of heat up inside. Is that yeah. what I'm? Yeah, what yeah, it, white it, blood cell, right? White blood cell production, and I think I think the thing is with decisions that we're making, like not now but later, because we, we it's more important, you know, to stick to the longer goal than like instant gratification. So it's not pleasant during, but it's like the results of it are so amazing that it's like, oh, it was worth it for three minutes because I feel amazing and I have so much energy and like my skin looks better and like my circulation's better and. How you know? long does that last? Like, say you take a three-minute ice bath. How long does your energy and feeling good last? I've been trying to figure it out because I just started, and I've never been part of, like, a program like I learned about it. Um, that's a good question. I guess it would be different for everyone, but I'd like to try once a week, but I haven't yet. But I but like when to. but when you get out, is it does it last the rest of the day, your energy? Oh, hmm. I don't know. My energy is kind of up and down. So. Okay. But I also don't have problems with resting. Okay. You know, okay. you know, like our culture is coffee. Go, 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 go until we, you know, fall in bed at the end of the day. I'm, I'm not necessarily that way. Like I'm totally fine with going and lying in the hammock for like 10 minutes and just daydreaming because I oh, feel like that's, that's where creativity comes from. Like yeah. I don't, I don't feel guilty about it. I think in our culture, you can definitely be made to feel guilty about not doing anything. 
but that's so doing something. <laughs> it's doing something. It that's is. Right. It is so doing you something. Don't, it's, yeah, it's like one of those things that you're in, it's an investment. Like, it's like, you have to rest sometime. Yes. Right? And rest. that's when you recharge and you heal. Mm-hmm. So I have, so I guess, you know, you're asking me like, wake up in the morning, what do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I think in seasons of my life, it changes. Like I've done vegan raw for a while. My husband and I did it together. <laughs> and it was like, we ate a lot of like coconut and dates and like, you know, it, I think it's interesting to incorporate, to try different things because you may find a food that you love that you may have never experienced somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I eat a lot more coconut now because in the vegan raw, if you want like a sweet or something, that's what you eat. It's what you got. (laughs) That's all you got. (laughs) You have like these ingredients and then that's that's all you have. You have to get really creative with them. But then like, you know, and I tried keto and, and, and I think some people can look at it like, oh, you're so flippant. But no, I think there's different seasons in your life that you try different things. Like you know, if you are trying to, to lose weight, like you're going to eat differently than if you're like completely content with the, you know, the way your body is. And mm-hmm. it's about how changing our mindset and habits take so much work. So I think, um, I feel like I'll be working forever until, you know, I leave this body. I feel like I'll be learning and growing and working. And I feel like, um, it's always a journey. So mm-hmm. I think it's all intertwined, like oh, emotions yeah. and eating and Absolutely. how we feel about ourselves. I think, I think the emotion when you're eating is important. Why are you eating? Am mm-hmm. I hungry? I, had, I heard a friend say that one time and I was like, I, I can't believe the times I eat sometime when I'm not hungry. Mm. You know, I just need a glass of water. I'm not really hungry. So why am I stressed? Am I, why, if I'm not hungry... Mm-hmm. Why am I eating? Why am I eating? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like, you know, we, we go to food for so many different reasons, you know, and sometimes it's food for fun, honestly, yeah. for me. And food you're a fun, fun person. Yeah. So. I like, I mean, I like having fun and food is part of that. It and is. So, fun. you know, just learning that, okay, I've got to find healthy fun foods yes. <laughs> and I've got to create healthy fun foods that I enjoy and that are go-tos that can make me feel like I'm, you know, just able not to, de- not to have to deprive myself. Right. And no one wants to feel deprived. No one wants to feel deprived. <laughs> Do we? I mean, you're talking about that like self-control, but, um, there's got, there's got to be an element of, um, okay, it doesn't have to be self-sacrifice all the time. No, not all the time. You know? It's got to be a, a good balance. Yeah, a balance. Because I think there is some. T- I think that it does have to be sometime. Like sometime, I need to be like, "Whoa, I really want that." But do I? What do I want? What do I want more? Mm. You know? Yeah. Right. Like we just. I. I mean, I can't believe with my kids how we're all about instant gratification. We are. We're not thinking about how am I going to feel after this or. Um, well, when I think about like say having a favorite dessert I'm not a huge sweets person but mm-hmm. boy I love me some good chocolate on chocolate chocolate cake like <laughs> the full on deal right yeah. but I think about like how long how long do I enjoy that I yeah. enjoy that just for the few minutes that I'm eating it but there's nothing long term that is good for my body in that cake <laughs> <laughs> and so I, it's like, I, you know, is it more important to enjoy that few minutes while it's on the tongue or is it more important to, um, 
for my body to feel good and for me not to have lasting repercussions that are going to take me three days to work off what I just enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when I say work off, I mean, uh, I don't mean exercise. I mean, I have to be diligent about putting healthy food in my body yeah. to combat the negative that I just sabotaged myself with. Yeah, and like you said, fun foods, like, I would, I think you could make a chocolate cake that you could actually feel good about. Like, I don't know if you're into, like, nut flowers and stuff, but there's, like, alternative sugars. I don't know, like, my husband hates these bacon ingredients, but when, you can master them. Think the way I do. Like, they want to be healthy. And I feel a lot of the the food at restaurants is, it's made to taste good. They don't really care. I was just thinking about, I was telling my kids that we drove by McDonald's, I said, they do not care about your health. They want your money. Okay? They want they want to they want your taste buds to go crazy thinking this is the best thing I ever put in my mouth. They want you to be addicted to it so that you're going in there three times a day, which everybody knows when you eat fast food it makes you crave more unless you get sick on it, which I probably would. But that they 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 create it that way so that you constantly crave it and want more and you're addicted to it. They don't they don't care about your health. So I think about that. I think they don't care about my health. I care about my health. That's a really, really good point. <laughs> feel good at the moment. Uh, thank but, you. Yes. Yeah, but I do feel like you can, like, you can have a good chocolate cake that tastes really good that's so much better for you with a different flour, mm-hmm. with organic eggs, with, you know, real butter. Maybe not eating this size. You know, maybe eating just like a sliver of it. Because, like, when you're eating really full fat, and I, I know we might be on a little bit different eating plan, but fat makes, fills you up pretty fast, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, like, anti-fat at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so less, like, even maybe just a little bit. Like, if you have to have a bite, I don't know. Are you ever happy with, like, if you are at a wedding or something, like, just taking one bite or no? Because some people well, can do that some people can't. So at my, at my daughter's wedding, I, my eldest daughter, you know, first wedding, yeah. the wedding cake, the, <laughs> all the things, I was actually six weeks into my health journey, and oh. I had... I was down 18 pounds, mm-hmm. and so I was in a mindset yeah. that I am not, like, <laughs> I am not going to sabotage everything I've done the yeah. last six weeks right. for this wedding cake. Yeah. Like, this wedding is about her and right. her husband and the people that came. Right. And so I just had a, a, a mental, I was in a mental place where I took one bite of each of the cakes to taste them, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I... You paid for them? <laughs> <laughs> I might as well taste Those them. are expensive cakes. Yeah. So I taste, but that's, but I was happy with that. I was happy just tasting each one to that, see what see, it was like. See, I think that could be a way to go too. Mm-hmm. Like if you can, some people can't do that. Some people, it's like an alcoholic, they take one sip and it's all over. Mm-hmm. But I think if you can, if you really feel like you're going to bust, like if you, if you can take one bite and be like, oh, that's what it tastes like. Oh, it wasn't really as good as I thought or, oh. That is really good, but I know I don't want to eat the whole piece. So, right. but I mean, I feel like that's flirting with ten- temptation. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you could, so that's really strong willpower if you could do that. Because I don't. Well, know if re- I don't do think that. it was willpower. I think it was my why. My yeah. why yes, was definitely. stronger. Yeah. On that day. Yeah. Because of where I was. Yeah. You know, I did not want to undo all my hard work. Right. And that cake was not worth it to me. It yeah. was not worth throwing me out of fat burn. So I just was at that place, and and I'm not always there, but on that day I was there. Yeah, sometimes you feel stronger. Yes, for sure, definitely. yes, for sure. Um, I love it, and I want to continue talking to you, but our listeners might need to like pick up children or something. Okay, so we're gonna say goodbye, and thank you so so much for for chatting with me. I love and 
um, I love all that you have to say about health, and I'm going to talk to you more for thank like you. another hour if you'll That's stay. Thank you. Okay, bye. Wow, I have the coolest friends. Well, I think I have the coolest friends. Isn't Bronwyn just awesome? She is so full of joy and energy and a wealth of knowledge about health. Wow. And I must say, I like how she's a little bit crazy like me. Just a little. And what's really super cool is she's going to make me some of those nut balls she was talking about and bring them to my house tomorrow. She's going to do all the math and calculate all the macros and give me exactly the right size balls I need for my own personal nutritional needs. Isn't that cool? I'm excited. All right. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.